When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. Big shout out, right? We've made some changes to the podcast recently uh, behind the scenes. You guys probably haven't noticed, but I've changed the host, so the, the podcasting host. And what that means is that the podcast isn't available on all of the same platforms that it was before. For example, SoundCloud, I don't think it goes to. I'm not sure about Stitcher or iHeartRadio, but the main platforms, uh, your your iTunes, your your uh, Spotify, the podcast is still available there. And um, I thought I would see a decrease in the numbers because of that, uh, but we have not. Uh, so that tells me one of two things. One, the show has been greater than ever and you guys are enjoying it and supporting. Or two, you're just bored. Um, the coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of changes in our lives and maybe boredom and listening to this guy speak three times a week is one of them. Either way, I appreciate the support. Keep it up. The best thing that you can do to support the show is leave me a uh, rating and a review and also sharing what you like about the episode each time it comes out. Now, speaking of the coronavirus, right, there have been a few changes that I've noticed in society in general when it comes to how we're dealing with life. I think a lot of people tend to focus on the negatives and, and there are negatives. Those shouldn't be overshadowed. But this wake-up call is a massive change to us as well, right? One positive is this, and this is going to be a little bit of a selfish one. For the first time in about five years, my wife and I have finally been able to complete the garden. If you guys have been following me for a while, especially on social media, you know that each year, you know, I make this big deal out of attacking the garden and getting it the way I want it to be by myself because it's something I enjoy doing. And a few weeks later, I get too busy, I get overwhelmed by weeds, and I quit. Well, today was the day that we took back control, and we couldn't have done that without this stay-at-home type of protocol that we're under. Secondly, this has been a wake-up call to many people, whether it's being laid off from your job, whether it's being working from home and, and having a lot of free time, whether it's being just thinking about the future and understanding that, hey, I'm not as safe as I once thought and I need to do something to control my finances. This has uh, really pushed a lot of traders towards either learning about trading, starting to trade, or thinking about how they can make trading a full-time gig. 
And we've been having some pretty good conversations in our private Q&A sessions about just the different ways that you can turn trading into a business. Obviously, there's trading your own money, um, living full time off of that or using it for supplemental income. There's joining a prop firm, starting a signal service, managing money, trading education, right? One way that we left off that I forgot is building your own capital, kind of accelerating how you build your own capital. And I got this message the other day from a trader on Instagram who said, Akil, I don't hear a lot of people talk about this, but what do you think about taking out a loan to boost your trading account? And uh, you know, do you think it's a bad idea? I said, you know what? Not at all. I actually think it's a very, very good idea. And I told him that I would share my thoughts. And I'll start off by saying this, right? First of all, I always get asked the question, how much money should I start trading with? You should never start trading with with more money than you're willing to lose, right? Uh, and to add on to that, you should you should especially not start trading with other people's money, right? Especially friends and family, you will ruin those relationships for your life, especially a bank's money. You do not want to get into a financial hold of owing the bank money. That will do massive harm to your credit score, which will affect the rest of your life. So when I say uh, it's okay to take out loans, I'm talking toward, uh, for experienced traders. I'm talking for traders that have learned how to trade. They've built or chosen a strategy. They've gone through all the proper protocols of testing it, right? Making sure it's testable, verifiable, repeatable. It has an edge in the market. Have gone through the demo stage process of trading where they've taken it with fake money, right? Fraudulent money. And they've replicated their back testing just to make sure that they can actually catch live what they're seeing in their back testing. Um, maybe they've live traded with a small account. Um, I know not everyone has enough money, but preferably you'd want to live trade even if it's a small account just to get used to feeling the, the different emotional pulls that come with live money. And I would say even make sure you've traded live for a year. Um, now that, that range can vary from person to person, I personally don't trust anything until it's been a year, right? I understand that there can be hot days, hot weeks, hot months, hot quarters. If I can do a full year, and this is what I did in my journey, right? I, I refuse to call myself a successful trader or a consistently profitable trader until I did it for a year straight. And even then, I still had problems telling myself that. But essentially, what I'm trying to say is you have proven, and without a doubt, or with very minimal doubt, you have confidence that you are a consistently profitable trader, you're not gonna make any mistakes and self-sabotage in the market, and that you have the ability to make consistent profits. That's first and foremost, right? If you cannot look yourself in the mirror and say that, do not borrow money, and obviously don't trade money for others, right? Handle your own business first. But assuming you've done that, if you're not interested in managing money, I've told you guys so many war stories about that. You're probably going to hear this podcast first, but there's about three or four episodes coming out about managing money and the other different ways you can you can build a trading business. If you're not interested in any other, any other uh, businesses, right, you're kind of like me when I first started, you just kind of want to trade your own money. You don't want to be in the spotlight. You don't really want to turn it into a business, you kind of just want to do your own thing. Taking a loan is a great way to start. And Think about it like this, right? Trading, we always say trading is a business. Treat your trading like a business, right? It's no different than any other business, right? If you were starting a business, what do you typically look for as far as help with starting that business? A startup loan. 
for any of you guys that are in real estate, right? Are you typically using all of your money to purchase your properties? Probably not. No, right? You're even just a kind of something that people can relate to, right? When you buy a house, what are you doing? You're getting a loan, right? You are taking out a mortgage that is a loan and you're promising to repay that loan. With real estate investment, it's a little bit different. You're still taking out a, a loan. It could be a mortgage or maybe some other type of loan. Um, obviously, the different types are going to vary with your interest rate and, 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 and how much you're paying back and the time duration before you have to pay them back. But the point is you are using someone else's money to make a business decision. And obviously, the idea is that the business decision will pay off in, in your favor and you'll have the ability to not only pay back that loan in full, but create extra profit for yourself and you'll end up on the upper end. So now I should say this right now, before we even talk about getting a loan, because loans are going to vary your ability, it's getting a loan isn't as simple as just going to the bank and saying, hey, give me money, please, right? Maybe it used to be, but if we learned anything from 2008, um, <laughs> banks maybe shouldn't be that uh, generous in understanding, right? So getting a loan is a little bit more difficult than that. Hold on one second. Dude, I'm, I'm recording, man. Okay, thank you, buddy. You can't, you can't be doing that. All right, sorry about that. I'll do some magical editing, but the kid was uh, just at the door pounding and pounding and pounding, seeing me at the microphone. That happens. That's the, the life of working from home. It's loving because he wants to do it, yet annoying because he always does it. But life of a at-home parent, right? Um, where was I at? Train of thought. So we're talking about loans here. Um, it's not as easy as you think to get a loan. So for you guys that are kind of gushing and being like, ooh, this is awesome. I'll just ask the bank for money. I'll trade that money. I'll make money. No. You have to have something very important in place first, and that is your financial responsibility, right? And uh, Jason Grayson always says this a lot, right? You, should not, you shouldn't even think about trading until you have your own finances under control, right? Because if you can't handle your day-to-day -day finances and your budgeting and your ability not to overspend and, and, and unsave and invest you're just going to carry those bad habits in the trading as well. So it's a very slim chance that you'll be a successful trader, right? Managing money in the financial markets, the very aggressive and, and, and relentless financial markets, if you can't do it in your own right. But from a loan perspective, guess what? If you don't have your finances in check, if you don't have a, a salary, right? When you fill out that application to get a loan from the bank, um, either one, you're not going to get it, or two, you're going to get one at a very, very, very high interest rate, at an interest rate so high that it's not even worth the opportunity taking the loan because you won't, you won't be able to produce enough to outpay it. We'll dig into the numbers in a little bit. And I'll tell you this, from my experience, right, your credit score, your financial health is the most important thing you can take care of. So anyone that's young, listen to this, right? Focus on your financial health because I can I can tell you this. I've had business partners um, and certain business partners, well, their financial health isn't up to par. And we've missed out on a lot of opportunities as far as being able to um, grow money, get loans from banks because of a single person. 
even when it comes to buying my house, right? At the time, my, my wife did not have the best credit. There were some holes in there from a uh, long story. There was a there was like this, this outstanding case that someone else was supposed to pay for some dental work. And they never did. So it looks like she has a delinquent bill. But anyway, um, we were going to have trouble getting our house because we couldn't file jointly for that mortgage. It had to be me, right? So take my advice. If you have good credit, it is going to be a lifesaver. I'll give you some better stories, right? Not to brag or anything like that, right? I keep my credit good, right? I can walk into a bank, right? I have my financial statement. Um, that's something you want to keep updated anyway. I can walk into a bank and basically get almost whatever I would ask for really, really quickly. Just because they see I have good credit, I have a very good track record, I have a pretty good salary, I am someone, a, a grade A uh, you know, person for them because they know that I will pay back what they lend me. So if you don't have that in check, that's something you want to do. And earlier I talked about, hey, you want to make sure you're trading well for a year. You want to make sure you're, you're, you're really in tune with your ability to trade the markets, right? So during that year, because you got to do it anyway to gain confidence and make sure you're ready, focus on your financial score, right? Go to your bank, go to someone else and say, hey, what do I need to clean up? How can I clean it up? in order to qualify for this in the future. And they'll love to work with you because banks want to give you money, right? That's how they make money, by lending out your money. Um, and, and have a checklist. Start working on what you need to do, whether it's paying down debt, whether it's you know maybe getting some stuff off of your credit report that shouldn't be on there because it's, it's over the limit. Whatever you need to do while you're working on trading uh, above surface, beneath the surface, Work on your financial health. That is important because, again, that is going to make a difference between what type of interest rate you will get. And as we'll talk about now, I guess, the type of interest rate you'll get is going to make a difference. Because if you're going to take a loan out, right, the most important thing is this. You have to outproduce that loan. I know it seems like common sense, but believe it or not, I'm sure some of you uh, weren't even thinking about that. You were just thinking about, give me the money, I'll, I'll make whatever. But you have to outproduce that loan, meaning that when you take a loan, there's going to be an interest rate on it, right? That interest rate is going to uh, affect your monthly payment where you pay partial interest, you pay partial principal, right? That is the payment that you owe the bank each and every month, right? Guess what? You need to make that payment. If you do not make that payment, right, you will default on that loan and you will be in big trouble. They will take the money away from you and maybe other things as well. Uh, and it will screw up your, your credit score. And we just talked about how important that is, right? So you want to make sure you can pay back the loan. Now, how can you make sure that you can pay back the loan? This is where your numbers come in. Again, if you are a rookie trader, if you have no idea what you're doing, you, you learned how to trade yesterday, you're going to the bank to get a loan today, do you know what your system actually produces? Do you have an idea of what your strategy and your trading historically produces during its best, during its worst, on average? No, you do not. Right. So you do not have the proper information to make these type of decisions. But for someone that has gone through the process of backtesting all of those years and all of those trades for you guys that are unfamiliar with backtesting, it is a grueling process of going through historical data, basically bar by bar, tracking all the trading opportunities that meet your rules and crunching a lot of data and seeing if it actually works and making adjustments and basically fine tuning your system to get it to the way you want. It is horrible. Some people love it. They are sick in the brain, um, but the result is good. 
Because if you do it the right way, you have something that's going to work with you forever and you'll have all the information you ever needed. You'll never have any questions about any aspect of your trading again if you've back tested the correct way, right? You know, how long is your biggest drawdown? Boom. What's your biggest losing streak? Boom. What's your max profitable month? Boom. Right? Everything will be answered. It, it, it's beautiful to have. Um, it just sucks getting there, but that's, you know, that's most things in life. It sucks getting to success, but once you get to success, it's awesome and you forget all about the suck. But when you have that back testing data, you have the numbers on what your average return should look like. And average return isn't like an average per day, average per week, average per month. Um, I think average per year is good. If you want to break it down, you probably should break it down by month to get an idea on, you know, you could be consistently profitable, but not month over month. Um, you could be consistently profitable month over month. It's all, it's going to be different for each trader, but you want to know that. And having that year minimum of trading live in the markets basically tells you, can you replicate these back testing results? It's one thing to get good back testing results. In real life, you're probably going to perform maybe 10% less than what your back testing results actually show. Again, that depends a lot on your, your technique and your strategy, but assume that it's going to be less. Of course, taking into account taxes, commissions, fees, slippage, all that other stuff that comes with the reality of trading that nobody ever talks about. Um, and honestly, it's a, it's a minimum amount, but it should be taken into account, especially when doing something like taking a loan. So let's say you pass the threshold. You're out to take your loan. You want to know these numbers. So if you take a personal loan, and this is going to vary you know, based on you, based on your financial situation, based on where you're at, um, let's just say you're going to get a loan anywhere between like 6% and maybe like 20%. Obviously, if you're in the latter, um, you probably don't want to take a loan to have a 20% interest rate unless you're a super trader. You're going to have problems uh, paying that back. But let's say you're at the lower end, right? Let's say you're at like 7%, 7% interest rate. And let's say you take out a $10,000 loan. You're on a, what, probably, you'll probably get like a five year, anywhere between like two to five year, um, or maybe two to seven, I don't know, two to seven year um, term. Essentially, what you're going to owe the bank um, or your lender, I should say, on a monthly basis is going to be about $200 right? $200 is how much you have to write them each and every month based on that amount. Um, I should probably double check that, but that seems about right on, on my math. I ran a little, little numbers earlier. So you're now trading, uh, you took out $10,000. So you're now trading with a $10,000 account. So now the question is, well, how much do I produce? We always talk about, I, I give, I'll give my numbers for example, right? I try to produce 3% a month, right? So 3% a month off of $10,000 is gonna be $300. So the question I wanna ask myself is, does what, I per, uh, does what I produce a month outweigh what I owe the bank, right? And if on average I produce $300 and I know that the constant of my loan payback is $200, then it's worth taking because I am out producing my loan, right? I can pay back my loan with my trading profits Plus, I can roll $100 over back into the account. Now, that rollover is very important. Some of you guys, you, know, you, you want to have that cushion. You don't want to be like, oh, I produce 2%. I'm making exactly the amount it costs to pay back the loan because you're going to get into trouble with that. This is the same thing, the same conversation we have with traders where it's like, 
Well, I want to go full-time and quit my job and go full-time trading. I've done my math and Akil, it takes this much for me to live. So all I have to do is make this much in the market. Well, that's false, right? You, you have to give yourself a cushion. If not, you're going to go backwards. And what I mean is this, although I try to average 3% a month, guess what doesn't happen? You guessed it, right? I don't make 3% a month, right? Some months are 5%. Some months are negative 3%. Some months are 7%, some months are 9%, some months are minus 9%, right? It's all over the place. But on average, at the end of the year, it's about 3%. Now, what's important about that is you need to give yourself a cushion for that drawdown, right? So let's say that you enter month number one and immediately you hit a bad period in your trading, you lose some money, you don't make any profit. Well, guess what you still owe? you still owe the bank that money. How are you going to do it? All right? So you have to have a reserve. You have to have a cash buffer. Uh, we do this in our real estate business a lot. And you know, we take out loans, or we take out a, a line of credit or something like that, or use a line of credit, um, whatnot for a property, right? We know that a typical turnaround on a property is going to be about three months, right? Finding a tenant, making it nice, making it smell good, all that fun stuff, about three months. So, right. So we prepare to be able to survive three months with no tenant in place. And that's on the low end, right? Um, <laughs> sometimes it could be six months, depending on how much repair has to be done. We typically don't try to find properties that need a lot of work, just enough work to make it nice. Um, but we prepare for three months of not having any income, right? So we have that cash aside. So another thing that you want to make sure to do before you take out that loan is have that cash buffer. I would honestly put about six months reserve in there. So if you know that your um, if you know that your interest rate, what did I say? Uh, 7% was uh, your payment was $200, right? I'd put at least like $1,200 aside. And that's gonna be money you don't touch, you don't use it for anything else, it doesn't go into your trading account. That is just to repay back the loan if by chance you aren't able to make profit. At the same time, when you do make profit, don't just take the money out and spend it. You shouldn't be spending any of this money actually, but don't take the money out and spend it. Either roll it back into the account, preferably, or take it out and put it in a separate account that says, use this to pay for loan, use this to pay for loan. That way, when that negative month comes, you can use it to pay for the loan. Um, so those are very important concepts that you need to understand. And you know, there are other tricks that you can do. We won't get too de detailed into it. You can use a lo uh, loan calculator to do this, but let's say you're in a position where you have a small interest rate, you're a really, really good trader, you're well out producing the loan, you can start getting into conversations like making extra payments per month. Um, you're gonna have to make that dilemma of, of what's gonna be more valuable and this is gonna depend on your money management strategy. That's why I didn't wanna get too detailed into it, but is it gonna be more profitable to pay off that loan quicker, right? Make some extra payments and, and that way you pay less in the long term. Or is it more profitable to take that extra money, roll it back into your account? Now maybe you can up your position size, which means now you're doing the same thing, but maybe that 3% with a new added position size turns to a 5%, which makes you more profit and so forth and so on. Those are numbers that we can't really answer until you look at your numbers and you look at your interest rate and you kind of see um, 
what's the better opportunity? But the, the, the thing is, there is flexibility. You, you have different ways to attack it. And at the end of your five years, guess what, right? The loan will be repaid. You're going to make a lot more profit than what you're going to give back in interest, right? I think, what would I say, $10,000 loan, um, you're going to pay about, what, $2,000 in interest over time. You're going to pay the, pay, the, pay them back 12% or 12000 I believe the number is. Again, I kind of forgot the numbers I used for this example, but something like that. Um, you should make more than that in your trading profit. So it's a good way to get off the ground. Um, and, you, and you can always kind of recycle it, right? Once you've done that, take out another loan, maybe bigger, something like that, if you want to recycle the, uh, the process, or maybe that's enough. You know, maybe that's enough and, and, and you've done a good job of saving on the back end, you throw in your own money and you no longer need to take the bank's money. But there's so much flexibility. There's so many ways to do it in trading. I thought that was a, a good question. It's one that we don't talk about a lot. Um, because as you see, I, I, I think I would say this, my biggest fear is that people are going to go out and do it right away. My, my biggest fear is, is people say, hey, that's a much easier way than going out and try to sell a service. I'll just use money. If I can't find a bank money, I'll just use a uh, friend's money. And it is easy, and that's the problem. Because it's easy, people will skip the steps I, I spoke about before, whether you know about making sure you're ready, and just do it. And now you're going to be in a, a bigger hole. And trust me, I've spoken to traders where it's like, hey, I borrowed $10,000 from my mom, and then I lost it, and then my mom kicked me out the house. What can I do? And I'm like, shoot, <laughs> pray? church, <laughs> something, I don't know. So I hope you listen to the entirety of this podcast and, 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 and really the messages, not just the loan, that's simple, but the, the messages behind it, what you need to do to be prepared to take that loan in the first place. And uh, if this is something that you're interested in, uh, you know, I would say plan for it and go for it. So appreciate you guys listening. Um, this came from a user comment, a user comment. Gosh, what am I talking about, Akil? It's been a a long day of landscaping, guys. Um, this this came from a comment on Instagram, right? I always say this. We have a trading coach podcast group on Facebook where you can go and we can have discussions. You can ask me questions. You guys know I'm all over social media at Akil Stokes RTM. You can shoot me messages. I love hearing questions because they turn into valuable content like what you heard today. So keep it up. And also, I always forget to promote this, but if you haven't done so already, check out the 14-day trial on our platform, www.tier1trading.com. It costs you $1. I guarantee you'll come out a better trader than what you were going in. And if you're not willing to invest a dollar like that, I don't know what the hell you're listening to this podcast for. So until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan, and you guys stay safe out there.